a light slate when it comes to high school football is a huge chunk of the Seminole District. They are off this week, including Jefferson Forest Cavalier Football, presented by TrostLaw.com. So if you hear regular programming on the Virginia's Talk Station app and 100.9 FM, WIQO, our sister station, that's why we're back next week. East Coast Wings and Grill Tailgate Show for Liberty at JF. We will not preview that game right now with WSET's Dave Walls because that is not what we're going to do. In fact, we're not going to talk any football to start off our chat with Dave Walls. Um, I'm going to be selfish for a little bit of a moment. Uh, you know, we partner with a number of different races. Uh, I've got the Star City Half Marathon or 10K coming up in mid-November and the Salem Half Marathon or 8K coming up in a couple weeks. It shows where I am mentally, Dave, this time of year where I can't even make up my mind at what distances I'll be running. And in fact, tomorrow I am actually running the 10-miler, but I thought it was going to be the 4-miler for a while until some folks guilt-tripped me into joining a team to help their team score. And I don't know what they're thinking because they're probably expecting a much better effort than they're going to get from me. Unlike you, where you will be covering it loud and proud, or at least proudly, for ABC 13 WSE. I've never really heard of peer pressure when it comes to choosing marathons. That's a new one for me, Ed. <laughs> but I'm glad. I, I know. I know. At some point, I will see you. Uh, the running joke in the office is: I come in first in a ten miler every year because I get to ride in the media truck up front. So, uh, but you know what? Nobody needs to know that last detail. So, as far as anyone's concerned, right now, I'm about a. Uh, I'm a 10-year winner in a row of the 10-miler. So Dave, I, I'm going to keep my streak going tomorrow. Dave, you can tell I almost cut you off. I am so eager to use this. It's happening, and our listeners are already rolling their proverbial eyes, but hopefully they're literally still open if they're listening as they drive on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app. But you said the running joke in your office. Pun not intended there? Oh, pun never intended, of course. <laughs> Unlike me, with the cheesy segues always being top of mind. Otherwise, why would I bring that up? As Dave Walls, ABC 13 WSET, is with us here in the fast lane. Dave, most people would expect that you enjoy the 10-miler as much as anything. Uh, But part of what you also do, you cover the 1-miler for kids. Do you enjoy that even more? Just because, I mean, you get this unbridled joy and, yes, the humor of watching kids sprint out as fast as they can only to be gassed before they're out of their parents' sight. You know, this one is just so, so much fun to watch parents and the community members just come out and support kids running. You know, usually there's cheerleaders, sometimes from Liberty University or other places, you know, just lining the streets, cheering kids on. I mean, how cool is that, you know, to be, uh, you know, starting your athletic career, if you will, and, uh, you know, to, to feel like you have a whole town out there running for you. And I, I love doing that. And as far as the 10-miler itself, it, I'm fortunate that I get that perspective from the press truck, not only seeing the great elite athletes at the front of the pack, but, to, you know, if you've never come out to support the 10-miler, just seeing it, it, it's very unusual to see the full course where, it's like a party along certain stretches. You know, if you go up to Rivermont Avenue, there's people, there's bands playing, people have grills out, they're cheering, making noise. And then you get these moments of absolute peace and quiet, particularly when they're going through the park up off uh, Rivermont Avenue. And then that grueling climb up Farm Basket Hill. I mean, it's, you know, these different waves of sound, emotion, stress. Uh, it's really it's really a fun ride. I really do look forward to it every year. It's neat to see how the community comes out for that. 
Uh, you know, there are not a lot of races where that's the case. I run a ton of them around here, and it's nothing bad. You run it because you enjoy it, and there are people at different points along those courses as well, but just not the volume that you get for the 10-miler and how it does have a uh, unique impact here in the greater Lynchburg area. Somebody who always does, of course, is WSET's Dave Walls. He's with us here in the fast lane. Dave, of course, the 10-miler is Saturday morning, Friday night lights, a lighter slate than normal. Um, how I don't know if weird is it for you. Maybe it's the right word that seems like the majority of the uh, Seminole District, including JF Football presented by TrostLaw.com, all on the bye week at the same time and maybe by design since it's the midpoint of the year for them. You know, it's always a, when this hits, it's always a little bit unusual to have it be so quiet around this region. It's not to say we don't have some Seminole teams alive tonight. You know, Heritage is on the road out in Roanoke playing at Northside. Amherst County's got to make the drive up to uh, Amherst County's got to go up to Harrisonburg tonight. Uh, so there are some teams, but yeah, locally it's it's definitely much quieter. But it gives us a chance to really focus in on some teams that maybe you know uh, myself personally I wouldn't be able to make the drive for. I'm kind of excited by our game of the week tonight. Nelson County, who's been off to such a hot start tonight. And, you know, it's one thing to see video that, you know, another photographer has shot, and I try to break that down when I after the show. But, you know, for a Nelson team that, again, has been has such a small roster, maybe one of the smallest in our region to have that level of success where they've been able to, you know, take it to teams, quite frankly. And even in their loss against Chatham last week, I thought they played an extremely strong game and looking back over the film. And then William Campbell's a team that has put up big points, but they get into these shootouts and they've had a couple things slip away. I mean, Campbell's only a few plays late from, you know, really being a one-loss team themselves in my eyes. So this is one of those, I think it's just going to be an entertaining slugfest in the dogwood tonight and uh, that could honestly go either way. So I'm really looking forward to this one. Dave, our listeners will know I always love promoting this angle, but those are two teams where they've obviously got you know, pretty loyal fan bases, but they're not the biggest schools. They're you know, two A schools, William Campbell hosting Nelson County and the ABC 13 WSET Football Friday Game of the Week, and that and all the action recapped every Friday at 11.15 p.m. But you know, what does it mean to a community, particularly both of those really, where their program has a chance to stand up, their programs have a chance to stand up, and what's a more wide-open Dogwood district than it's been in quite a while? Yeah, you know, with Appomattox having some early season struggles here, uh, I say early season, we're entering week six tonight, but, you know, struggling in the first half of the season, you know, th- this Dogwood District, like you said, is pretty wide open. You know, Chatham's made a nice run, Gretna getting a win over Appomattox last week, and then you got Alta Vista, Nelson, William Campbell. I mean, again, this thing is really wide open with still the second half of the season left to play. And, when, again, when you look at a, a school, two schools like Nelson and William Campbell who maybe don't get the spotlight that often, you know, it's, re- it's really fun to kind of watch everyone come out and, and try to support them. And, again, for uh, – you know, like we just mentioned with the storylines of Campbell, it is very close even in their losses this year. And Nelson has uh, outperformed a lot of expectations. So really, uh, tonight's really a big chance to make a statement on the big stage, get the big spotlight and prove that, you know, that the success that they've been having is not a fluke, you know, to stand up and, and say, we're here, we're ready to make a run at this thing in the second half. Dave Walls, WSET is the Twitter handle for ABC 13's Dave Walls. With us in the fast lane, Jack Baker. I mean, I remember him at Rustburg. He always seemed like he got the most out of his teams, had enough of a calming presence, but clearly very tactically gifted. Um, If anybody's kind of poised to kind of get Nelson County out of the rut they've been in in football, how shocked or maybe not shocked are you that it's a guy that seemed to be a master at maximizing what Rustburg had during his time there as well when he was heading the Red Devils? 
You know, I'm less surprised now than maybe I would have been if he had made this move right from Rustburg because you think about the success he had in Rustburg. And then he took his lumps near the end of his tenure there. Uh, that Seminole district is just so tough. But then where does he do? He goes to Perry McClure. Now, he's only there for one year, but in that time, McClure had gone through a down stretch. They were either winless or had a one-loss season the year before. He takes them to the playoffs. They have seven, eight wins that year. Then he comes to Nelson County and, again, does not have the numbers, has a rough first year. What does he do this year? He gets the best out of his players. You know, they are performing at a level that, you know, many, and I'll say myself, you know, when I saw camp, I thought they're practicing well. But, you know, when it comes to late in the game, they're not going to have the uh, the horses to run with some of these bigger teams. And so far, they've proved that they, they are – have to be more athletic. They have to be more disciplined. And that's what Jack Baker's done. And he's also given them confidence. You know, he, you know, if you see him from the outside, you know, he looks like he has a tough demeanor and certainly he's a football coach and he'll you know, raise his voice, but that's, that's not how Jack Baker motivates people. He gets, he communicates them uh, with them in a practice on a deeper level. You know, he, he can be a quiet communicator in practice and we know not yelling, but he'll explain things and his, his players buy in a hundred percent. Once you get that buy-in uh, with what Jack Baker's teaching, you can go very, very far. So uh, it's more impressive when you look at his complete resume of what he's done from school to school to school. And maybe it shouldn't be as much of a surprise, but again, uh, it, it's uh, it's very admirable to see what he's done with a small roster at Nelson County, and to uh, to kind of get people talking about them again. With much of the Seminole District on a buy, our focus here with WSET's Dave Walls is on the Dogwood District right now, as he's joining us here in the Fast Lane. Dave Walls, WSET Twitter for him, Fast Lane Ed Lane, and Trey Lyle VT Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for us. Um, the other part of the Seminole District is you mentioned Appomattox being down. Before we get to the Alta Vista angle of that showdown tonight over at Appomattox, the Appomattox angle themselves, that quirky ruling about the VHSL with the evacuation at Appomattox a couple of weeks ago and the Lord Botetot game being a forfeit, so now they are 1-4 and four on the year entering this game. Um, you concerned at all if you're a Raider fan, or is it right now just about finding a way to get into the playoffs knowing that this team has won on the road before, they have postseason pedigree, and if they can make it, they're still going to be dangerous? So I think a little bit of concern is justified. Certainly, you know, when you get to this point of the year, you don't want to be one and three or one and four, whatever they are right now. But uh, at the same time, you know, if you think back just to a year ago, uh, this is an Appomattox team that reached the midway point of the season and still only had one win. And what did they do? They came out and they dominated the rest of the dogwood and also you blink and they're back at the state playoffs again, you know, and I think that that came to a surprise to a lot of people, you know, so this is a team that knows that even if we struggle, we're always in the game. We're always in the, in the hunt. Now, again, that concern though, as we were just starting to talk about, this is a tougher dogwood district than I think it's been the last couple of years. Chatham has proved that they've got what it takes to compete near the top. Gretna uh, broke Appomattox's dogwood winning streak last week, and they've proved that they're, they're a tough out for anybody. Uh, Alta Vista is on the rise and has had a couple of real nice wins. And, you know, from top to bottom, uh, this, uh, this dogwood district is not going to be an easy out. So if you're Appomattox, you can't sit back and think, oh, it's okay. We've got dogwood play remaining. We'll sweep that. No, you're going to have to earn that thing. You know, this is a, this is not going to be a cakewalk. And if you don't play 
a little bit better than I think the level that they have been playing at, uh, we could see Appomattox sitting on the sidelines. So uh, Coach Doug Smith, you know, isn't going to let his players slack. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. But players are going to have to step up to the plate. Boy, that would be a wild sight if Appomattox is not in the playoffs. It's been an eternity, seemingly literally, since that actually happened. WSET's Dave Walls of ABC 13 WSET with us here in the fast lane. The other side of that matchup tonight over at Appomattox are the Alta Vista Colonels. I mean, Nelson County's deservedly gotten a lot of headlines as a pleasant surprise. Where does Alta Vista fit, though, with Coach Deloach, uh, Jefferson Forest product, I might add, uh, but you know, Alta Vista being another pleasant surprise in the early portion or now the midpoint of the year? Yeah, you know, three and one record, and you know they've, uh, you know, some of their games have uh, been on the easier side. I'll say, you know, Prince Edward and Cumberland are certainly ones that they should have won, but to that to that end, they've taken care of business. You know, uh, I thought the William Campbell win last week was their strongest performance of the season. Again, a game that Campbell looked to be in control of late, yet Appomattox comes back, does what they're supposed to do. You know, regardless if they get the win tonight over Appomattox or not, um, you know, you look at the rest of their schedule and there's some very winnable games there, you know, particularly when you get to the the Dan River and uh, they'll, they'll get their chance against Chatham later on. Who knows the way this uh, Dogwood's shaping up and the, the regular season finale could be the Dogwood District title. Uh, Gretna is going to be a, a tough one uh, down at Gretna this year, but it's refreshing, you know, to be able to talk about, the toughness of an Alta Vista squad and to see the success that they've had, you know, uh, really, you know, just to have that pride <laughs> seemingly back. Coach Deloge, I thought, uh, already did a good job in the preseason. You could tell the team was practicing more. They were buying in a little bit harder. It's not to say that Andy Cox did a bad job. Not at all. I thought Andy Cox did a tremendous job working with these players, getting them in the weight room, and really uh, keeping the program going, even when they were having a downswing in numbers. I think uh, Coach Deloge has uh, picked up where Andy left off and uh, is really starting to see this thing take off. A big game tonight, but uh, certainly even with the, regardless of the result, uh, there's still plenty of po- uh, potential there for a tremendous finish to this regular season. It's always tremendous. The insight from ABC 13 WSET's Dave Walls, who's joined us here in the fast lane today. Dave, thank you for your time today. It's great to catch up with you. Enjoy the one miler, enjoy the 10 miler, and uh, maybe a somewhat calmer weekend, relatively speaking. And if you need to hop in the back of the truck for a minute tomorrow, just uh, let me know. I'll slow it down for you. But I, otherwise, enjoy your race, man. I'll see you tomorrow. I will scream at the top of my lungs knowing that Dave Walls probably will not hear me. Hopefully, you've heard us. But if you didn't hear at all, Fast Lane Ed Lane, where you listen to podcasts and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and you'll want to hear the inside of our next guest, Tim Hasselbeck, ESPN and ACC Network college football analyst he'll be on the tv call of Pitt versus virginia tech which you can hear tomorrow 6 p.m on the cbs sports radio lynchburg app but tim's insight comes your way next here in the fast lane